Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, I listen to this guy all the time. I hear his stuff uh, as much and as often as I possibly can. Always insightful. Great to get a chance to uh, meet and hang a little bit down at Super Bowl with him this past year as well. Lawrence Holm from 670 The Score down in Chicago now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. How are you? That's awesome that, that Wisconsin's in a place where you're doing appearances again. That's big time. Yeah, we're uh, but we're outside, so we're socially distancing. We do these cigar dinners. We, You know how it is. People always want to know the insides and stuff, and you tell some stories, you tell some jokes, you have a great time, and, and, and that's kind of what it is we're doing. So, it, yeah, you're right, though. It is good to get back out and actually see some different faces every now and then. Um, I, I wanted yeah, to ask you a little bit. Everyone knows how big a deal you are up there, so I'm sure they're happy to see you. <laughs> I think they just want to get out. I don't care if they, you could put a, a monkey with a broomstick up his butt in front of him. I don't think they would care at that point, as long as he just entertains a little bit. Hey, Lawrence, uh, in today's climate, uh, I will say, so I, I've listened to you. I find it fascinating in many different facets because you obviously, uh, being a person of color, a guy that has – has really tried to break down many things on both sides of the fence. Just first and foremost, the climate of which you do sports talk today as a person of color, tell me a little bit about your experience of what you've gone through and the wisdom that you're trying to impart on people. It's a different environment for sure. I think that we were all living in a place where the less you talked about things that didn't have to do with what went on the field, the better off that you were going to be. And I think that that I've tried in a lot of different areas to try to show some of the connections that, that are happening both from a social standpoint and a sports standpoint, in some ways connecting some of the political issues that are in front of us to what happens in sports. And I've been given a wide berth to do that, and I appreciate that. that that's a that's a good thing. I would say over the last month, that's completely flipped on its head. Now, you're talking about all of these issues because there is this inner splicing of it happening with sports, and you're seeing more companies be less afraid to take on these challenges because of what their, their hosts or their anchors, people of color, black people in particular, have the stories that they've told them. And I think in a lot of ways there are people that, and I don't mean this as a pejorative, I mean this with the, the literal definition of it. People are ignorant to those experiences. And I think that there is an awakening that's going on where 
people are saying, oh, that music that I used to listen to in the 80s and 90s, those stories are mostly true. Oh, that's, that, that stuff that I've consumed over the last 20 years of, of black culture, now I understand why those things were presented in that way. Even today, today's Juneteenth. Bill, there are a lot of people who have no idea what Juneteenth is, that, that it's, it's come on their radar over the last month, and I think that that's wonderful. But to, to think about what this day commemorates, where you had the Emancipation Proclamation happen in 1863, and, and to realize that there were slaves that were still slaves until 1865, the two years of, of slavery when it wasn't the law of the land anymore. And I remember, I watch, uh, I, I'm a big sci-fi geek. Like, I'm a huge sci-fi geek. And there's this show called Watchmen on HBO. And people were really excited about it because it was a, a, a furthering of a really great graphic novel and, and movie from back in the day. Well, it, the first episode takes place in Tulsa in 1921. And a lot of people had no idea that there were race riots where an American city, American neighborhood, was bombed. And, and those are the types of things where if you add them all up, it, it adds to an experience that is, is carried down from generation to generation. And I think that more people now are going, I had no idea. I was not taught about any of this stuff in school. And those are hard conversations for people to have. But once, once we start having them, I've, I've received mostly positive feedback from people that are saying that it's important to talk about this stuff up front. And I, it's a pre I'm, I appreciate that. Um, I wanted to ask you specifically, as we continue to raise awareness, you now hear the NFL and the commissioner say, hey, if Colin Kaepernick gets a job, he would apl applaud the team that would bring him on. And I had talked about this a little bit yesterday. It is a real catch-22. If you bring him in and you give him a job, it's tremendous. But if you don't bring him in, you're considered to be still blackballing him, quote. If you do bring him in and say, you know what, the guy's been out of the game for four years, he just doesn't have it, and you don't give him a job, then it makes it look – you'll almost be criticized for bringing him in, but you really didn't want to give him a job. You just did it for show. Uh, what do you think about the situation that Colin Kaepernick finds himself in right now? Well, it, it depends on what it is that he wants. He said back in November – that he still wants to play. And from the look of the film, from people that I've talked to around the league, they think that he's still an NFL quarterback. To what level he's an NFL quarterback, I don't know. I, I thought that Anthony Lynn's approach to it was the most um, – it made the most sense to me that, that we like the quarterbacks that we have, but Colin is definitely on our, our list of quarterbacks to work out. Here's the thing, Bill. I, I think that – if the NFL does find a way to play, and I'm more and more concerned every day that the NFL is going to be playing football in the fall, if they find a way to play, you're going to have to turn over every rock to find quarterbacks. Because at some point, the coronavirus is going to affect NFL teams during the season. And you better have, Bruce Arians had talked about this, that he's even contemplating having a quarterback that does not hang out with the team. Like, to me, that's a, that would be a perfect spot for Colin Kaepernick, for him to be in Tampa, where just in case something happens, 
to, to, to Tom Brady that if you have that guy waiting in the wings, you might feel more comfortable if he can get some practice reps without being in the same bubble as everyone else. It's, it's a, I think that there have been a lot of teams that because of their stance, on or what the league stance on Colin Kaepernick has been quietly, they cost themselves an opportunity to win. Case in point, the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. And the Steelers have been one of the more progressive franchises. This is the home of the Rooney Rule. But last year, they're out there with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph after Ben Roethlisberger goes down. And have they, I actually think that that would also be a great place for Colin Kaepernick to be. In Pittsburgh behind Ben Roethlisberger, because we all know Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt. And it, it, that franchise would make a lot of sense. To me, it's, you need to look at it from a football perspective. Even with the time off, and look at what happened with Michael Vick, who spent two years in jail and came out of jail and came back and ended up starting. And that first year that he came back starting, he was, he was really good. And he and Colin, he's the same, Colin is about the same age that Vic was when he got out of jail. So I think that, that there aren't any really good football reasons to not have a conversation with the guy and find out if he's interested, if there's a match there, if he's okay for, for trying to fight for a position instead of just walking in and being a starter. Because I can't imagine that outside of a couple of places, that you would do that, that you would probably say, hey, you're definitely going to be in the mix. This guy's been in our system longer, or this guy's an established starter. But I think that there are legitimate football reasons to bring him in. Lawrence, it is always a pleasure to talk to you, man. I appreciate your time. I hope you enjoy the weekend and enjoy Father's Day and everything else that goes along with it. We'll talk again soon, okay? Bill, thanks for letting me talk with the fine people of Wisconsin. You're you're always such a gentleman. You're right. It was great for us to hang out at the Super Bowl, and I keep wondering if we're ever going to be able to do that again. Right? I know. I, I'm hoping. I'm planning on Tampa Bay. We already got our house booked, so we're uh, we're we're crossing our fingers that everything uh, comes to fruition. They get a vaccine, and we get down there and enjoy ourselves. And next year, we're going to share some uh, share some beverages and some food, my friend. Okay. That would be a good thing, and everyone in Wisconsin needs to know how much of a baller you are. When you go down to Tampa this year, I'm sure it's going to be crazy. It should be fun. We'll talk to you soon, pal. You got it, man. There you go. Lawrence Holmes from 670 to the score uh, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They begin to get done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.